Well, hello again there, listeners. Uh, nice to have you back, or hopefully you're going to listen to some more of what I need to say or want to say. Um, I know that the last one, if you listened, I was talking about the endemic birds to South Africa. And what I mean there is I'm not including Lesotho or Swaziland, which is basically surrounded by South Africa. And um, if I included birds that were endemic or near-endemic, to South South Africa, then I'd uh, include those, there'll be a lot more. But I purely just want to look at the birds um, endemic to South Africa alone. And as I said, there's only 19 of these. Last week we spoke about four of them which are endangered, uh, which is quite sad, but but that's uh, so the, the state of the matter at the moment. And um, so I'm going to try and see how far we can get today. I'm going to possibly look at another four, uh, but we'll see how we go. Um, I know that last time we spoke about um, two of the locks, Butters and Rudlock, which uh, um, were endangered endemic species, but then there are another three locks that I want to include today um, in my little talk. And uh, I think what I'll do is talk about the first one, uh, which is the Gullis long bull lock, um, which can only be found in the areas uh, around the Gullis Plain, if you know where it is, somewhere down near uh, Mossel Bay, that area, Tilbach, but can only be found in that area. So, um, you know, if you're really looking for, for um, you know, mark off one of these birds, you'll know exactly where to go and find them. And uh, as per normal locks, they're found in, normally in pairs or in small little family groups. Um, these locks, like most locks, they tend to, you know, well, these ones definitely will be on a post nearby, singing away. Um, they can normally be sort of found in the area, and like in the shrublands, or if you're near a farm and look around those agricultural areas, and you'll you'll see these little fellas. Um, their nests are also little small cups of, of dried grass, and they tend to line these, you know, with grass and roots and all the softer sort of grasses that they can find. Uh, they've got a very clear, loud sound when calling. Uh, it's a kind of like, see-whew. It's <laughs> not too good. But you know what? I'm going to try and give you the actual sound. Here we go. They're not quite like it, but like a sort of a kind of sound to it. But I wish I could play it to you. But as I said, you know, you've got your bird guides. So get into one of these bird guides and, and, and take a peek or at these specific birds see what they look like and um even on the on the web you can just sort of type in a gullis long bull lock they've got a fairly long long bull not as long as some of the locks but they have got a long thin bull and uh, as i said they can be found down um east of mossel bay um well that typical typical area okay to our next endemic lock which is also in the cape as the Cape Long Bulled Lock. And um, and this is another endemic, can only be found in the Cape, but this time on the Western Cape coastal area, so above Cape Town, along the coastal area um, in the Western Cape. Uh, and I just think, as I said before, that, man, you know, these birds only have, have Olivia in South Africa. How wonderful is that? Okay, on with the specific lock. Most of the larks are normally, you know, um, like brownish, dreary types of colours. and uh, But this one 
uh, is a little bit different. Um, well, a few of them do have white underneath on the um, uh, underneath, but this one has got a white belly and a white chest, and it's um, quite a heavy streaking down its throat and its chest. So um, it's quite sort of prominent feature is uh, is this. You'll see it with the with these uh, streaks. The other one I'm going to talk about just now is the red lock. It too has the same type of features, but it's um, not found in the same area. And secondly, it's um, got a smallish, uh, fat, fattish, or thicker bull. So this one has got a prominent feature: is its bull, a nice long thin bull, and it's white underneath with these uh, heavy streaking down its throat and its chest. They also too are mostly found in uh, pairs and, and small family groups. And they too have a sort of cupped nest. And a few of them, you know, occasionally you'll find one with a little dome to it. So, you know, look out for these if you do get a chance. If you sit there and you just watch them move around and do what they do, you'll see they tend to go back to the nests sometimes, especially if they are got little young ones to feed. But the one thing you'll notice about this lock, and it's really amazing, it's got a magnificent display, you know, flight when it, when it flies around and it's doing its display. It normally does this about two or three times. And it flies like very fast, very close to the ground, rises vertically with its closed wings, stalls, and does this wonderful call that it has, and then it drops ooh, straight down again uh, with closed wings, and then just before it reaches the ground, starts flying close to the ground. And uh, isn't it amazing? I mean, it's fantastic what they do for their loved ones or looking for a loved one. Um, but uh, they've got a very... Um, long descending top call it's like a like a pew like a down like a type of call uh, with a little ending like a wit at the end of it so let me see if i can give this one a go <laughs> that's about the best i'm gonna do for you at the moment but that's about it so um that's for that lock so the next uh, endemic lock is the red lock, and uh, it, as as I said before, like the Cape Pulled Long Lock, it also has uh, white underparts and a uh, heavily streaked chest, um, but it's got a very short, short, thick bill, so that you can, uh, other than the obvious that they won't be in the same areas, but it's got a, um, you know, the um, Cape Long Bulled Lock, it's got a long, thin arc, thinner bill, but this one's a much short, thick bill. And uh, by its name, the name implies red um, block. It's got a very heavily rufous-colored uh, upper parts to its um, body. And as the bird call goes, uh, this one, I'm telling you now, I'm not even going to attempt to try. Um, but uh, go to one of the other bird guides, as I've mentioned, Sassel or uh, Roberts, one of those. Or even on the web, type in the bird's name, listen to what it sounds, and have a look at it. And uh, this one normally only calls when it's um, doing its aerial display flight and it starts calling around there. This one, in fact, is regarded as vulnerable and uh, normally makes little cup dome nests um, under the grass tuft, you know, around the sand dunes, etc. Um, but it can only be found in the Northern Cape, uh, this specific lock, is, uh, and um, sort of hangs around the red sand dunes and, and, and sandy plains. But it can normally be seen when it's walking around and digging away and uh, using its thick bill to sort of digging away for food. And um, you'll see it running around, hopping around, 
trying to find food and also from little bush to bush where he eats his caterpillars and all little insects. Right, we can leave the uh, larks now and move on to one of our other endemic birds, the uh, Cape Bulbul. And uh, I have to say there's quite a few bulbuls around in South Africa, but this one is uh, the only one that's actually truly endemic to South Africa in the South African border. Um, it <laughs> can be found in the Western Cape only, and um, it looks like most of the other bulbuls, bulbuls that we have down in, in South Africa, we have their duck. They've got like a dark brown body with a slightly raised crest, as with the others. Uh, and uh, they also have the whitish lower belly uh, with like a yellowish, yellow, like vent, quite a sort of brightish yellow vent. If you see it hopping around the bush, you'll see the little yellow vent underneath, under the back. Um, but it's totally diagnostic on its own from the others by this broad white, uh, white eye ring that it has around its eyes, dark eyes but it's got this white broad eye ring around it. So if you see it hop around, there's a little brown bird with this big white broad ring around his eye, a little yellow butt, and you know that we're looking at the uh, Cape Bulbul. And as all bulbuls are fairly common, and it can be seen in most areas, especially in suburban gardens. And so you can see this endemic bird from your home. And if you stay in, in these areas down in the Western Cape, so that is something you can actually, next time you look out and you look at these birds you see quite often, and you can actually look and say, oh, local is lacquer. That's the bird that can't be found anywhere else. So there you go. Normally can see it on its own. You'll see it on its own or it's in pairs. But the thing is they, they, they drink a lot of water. And you'll always see them around water and drinking water. So if you're a little water hole at home, they'll come around there and they'll swim and wash themselves and have a little a drink, especially in summer. But here's the strange thing. These bulbuls, they, the nests are normally made only by the female and only ever, ever assisted by the male. So, go girl power, that's what we say. But uh, these nests are normally made with uh, twigs. It's kind of like untidy, but you know, they, they're very sturdy. And they line it inside with uh, grass or spider webs, or even paper sometimes. I've seen paper or feathers. And they, and they, they lay around about two to five eggs. But again, the female does all the work during incubation. And that's it. Those are the birds that I can actually uh, chat about. And uh, this last one, as I said, is the Cape Bilbul. Well, folks, you know, there's a few more birds and uh, endemic birds um, that I will talk about. And um, there's a few more that I've just spoken about. So at least now we've we've got eight done. And um, I, I hope you enjoy hearing these little talks about our local there's lacquer birds uh, from South Africa only. And, uh, well, so far, the people living in the Cape area will see most of these that we're speaking about, especially the last eight uh, endemic birds that I've actually spoken about. Um, next time, I'm going to mention a few more endemics. Uh, and one of them is actually not found in the Cape. But uh, you'll find that most endemics that we have in South Africa can only be found in the Cape area. But remember... As I said before, I'm only discussing endemics to South Africa. So that doesn't include uh, the areas surrounded by South Africa, like Swaziland or Lesotho, uh, because that would definitely increase our, our list of um, endemic birds to Southern Africa, but not to South Africa. Um, so we have neo-endemics as well uh, that live around those areas. But uh, yeah, that's all I have for you for this time around and uh, until 
The next time I hear from you guys, I will not hear from you guys. Jeez, I'm getting old. The next time you hear from me, uh, it's from Big Old. Cheers.